You're listening to a Cup of Resilience podcast with Tamiko Drummond. Real topics, real people, real solutions, real solutions. Hello, everyone. Guess what? It is a Cup of Resilience time. My name is Tamiko Drummond, and I'm known as the Brand Success Coach. All right. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to A Cup of Resilience. My name is Tamiko Drummond, the brand success coach, and I am super excited because guess what? I have Dr. Janine Ridgway in the building. Dr. Janine, thank you so much for joining us. Woo! <laughs> I'm super excited. How are you today? Oh, my goodness. I'm doing well. I'm so excited to be back with you as well. Listen, this is exciting because today we are going to be talking about sleep because I didn't realize you told me the other day that sleep is um, people are sleep deprived. Yes. Yes. And it is a, actually a national health crisis. I mean, this so, topic is, is paramount. That's the word I'm going to use. It is so huge. And it's the one thing that we want to neglect. Right. Right. So. Before we get started, I do want the people to know who you are. So explain who you are and how do we know each other? Well, I am Janine Ridgway. I'm a chiropractor and naturopathic doctor here in Atlanta, Georgia, but I see people globally um, all around the world with my remote program. So we go way, way back. I tell you, um, this lady has been a phenomenal asset in my life. Um, we met years ago working in a clinic. We were both working for a different doctor. She was doing all the admin, you know, excellently as she always does. And I was the primary treating doctor there and we had a great time. We, you know, we became friends, then we became sisters. But over the years, she has become my brand success coach. Yes, <laughs> and she yes. has just helped me tremendously as I branched off and started my own practice. You know, this cute little logo here, this lady is responsible for it. She set me up with all the right people, has coached me, has just given me like step-by-step -step guidelines to really get my brand together, get, get you know everything together. And so I owe her a world of you know gratitude. And I thank you so much, so much, so much for being my brand success coach. I mean, everything from photo shoots to logos to content, just everything. So I appreciate you, sis. Thank you so much. Thanks for trusting me with your brand. I appreciate you. Now, listen, y'all, Dr. Janine Ridge Ridgeway is the official. Look, she even put on her, her doctor's coat today, okay? Because we're gonna talk about sleep deprivation. I know we're all entrepreneurs or you're working and you're hustling and you're just like, you know what? I'm going to just forget about sleep. I'll sleep when I die. Mm -hmm. Well, you about to, Dr. Janine. <laughs> It will come sooner, right? Listen, it is it's not it's not funny. It's really serious. But can you talk about why why is sleep so important? Yes. So first of all, what people don't realize is that one in three Americans is actually affected by some type of sleep disorder. You know, this has been studied. Um, we don't talk about this that much. And a lot of us, you know, we feel like, oh, we'll get sleep later. You know, we got to, we're goal getters and we got to go, 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 go. And we really put sleep on the back burner. But I want you to understand that even Harvard, so the Harvard Sleep Medicine um, Division said that sleep, chronic sleep deprivation causes major, major, major health issues. Now, some of the things that it increases your risk for are obesity and lowered metabolism, making it harder for you to lose weight 
weight. And you know, we see that right now people are really, really struggling with the scale. Um, part of that is because of a lack of sleep. You know, our patterns are off and all these things. Anxiety, memory loss, mood swings, just grumpy all the time, heart disease, and even lowered performance. All of these things come from a lack of sleep. And I'm sure you can probably find yourself on that list somewhere. Listen, <laughs> I know I can. <laughs> I don't know if I get enough sleep, but what what is enough sleep? Like, what is good enough? Okay, so most people, especially us grown folks, you know, and y'all grown and sexy folks, think that three, four, five, even six hours is enough. Well, there are many studies on that too. And I want to give you the name of this institute. It's called the National Institute for Neurological Disorders and Stroke. They did several studies. And what they show is that adults, wait for it, because you're not going to believe it. But adults 18 and over actually need seven to nine hours of sleep. Seven to nine. Now, I ask you, are you getting seven to nine hours regularly every night? <laughs> no, not not even close. Not even close. Let's let's see. What what's seven to nine? <laughs> I know it's it, it's rough. It's rough. And the and the funny thing is that our teenagers that are also at risk, they actually need more. Teenagers between eleven and seventeen need eight to nine hours of sleep. So this is a huge problem. This is something that we really need to address. And, you know, Tamiko, if you're ready, I can go through a whole list of some of the signs that you may not be getting enough sleep. I want to hear it. So I want to a little bit of uh, feedback. So I don't okay. know if you're rubbing something next to your mic, but listen, go through it. So what are some of the well, symptoms? First of all, if you wake up in the morning and you feel unrested, you know, you need to press the snooze alarm three, four, five times. When morning comes and you're like, oh my God, you know, it's time. That's an indication. <laughs> when you sit down and every time you sit still for more than five minutes, you start to doze off or you fall asleep or, you know, you're, you're in the car and you stop at a light and you're dozing off. That's an indication. Um, even changes with your skin, you know, seeing more wrinkles, more sagginess, more puffiness. That's an indication. Um, just drowsiness during the day. You might get up and have your coffee and you feel fine, but then in the middle of the day, one, two, three o'clock, you're getting drowsy again. That's a sign that you are chronically sleep deprived. Um, having a harder time making decisions or making poor decisions. You know, we, we want to blame this on so many other things, but a lot of times it's just that we're not getting enough sleep. Um, having poor relationships, you know, feeling like um, people are always on our nerves, being irritable and cranky. Um, you know, mood swings, low motivation, all of these things. Weight gain is a huge, huge one. Um, you know, having a hard time losing weight or all of a sudden gaining a lot of weight. Mm -hmm. This happens when our sleep cycles are, are messed up and deprived. So all of these things, you know, and then it leads into chronic illnesses. It leads more into things like high blood pressure, um, heart disease, inflammation. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yes. So if people are having trouble losing weight, if they're have, having increased inflammation, it could possibly be due to lack of sleep or sleep deprivation? Absolutely. You know, at night, 
that's when our bodies heal. That's when our bodies repair. That's when our tissues are broken down. New healthy tissues are created. That is when our body, um, you know, packages and utilizes glucose. Um, so a lot of times when people are having trouble with their blood sugar, it's because they're not sleeping enough. But nobody ever relates that. Nobody ever relates it. Nobody ever looks at the fact that they're having these acne breakouts or these skin rashes that won't heal and thinks about the fact that the skin is actually repaired and regenerated while we sleep. Oh, so because my beauty, <laughs> right. that's why they call it beauty rest, right? You know, it's funny because vanity is one of those things that will cause us to really make those, to finally make those decisions that we need to make. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, exactly. you know, a lot of us want to blame these things on age, mm -hmm. but most of the time it's not age, it's lifestyle. It's your habits. So what, what about people who work overnight? Will that affect... Yes. Sleep or yes, it will. It will. You know, our bodies have a really specific, um, a really specific cycle of hormones that we go through. And so shift workers and people that work overnight are at a disadvantage. And, you know, there are ways to try to combat that. But yes, they are at a disadvantage. And, you know, just because you don't get those hours during the, the prescribed times, you know, as humans, we were made to go to bed when the sun goes down, wake right. up when the sun comes up. And it's a known fact that actually going to the beach or, you know, watching the, the sunrise and the sunset helps to reset those rhythms. Mm -hmm. But yes, um, you do have to maintain, you know, those same hours, even if you're working at night, you have to at least make sure you're getting the prescribed number of hours during the day. And I know that's even harder and harder for people that are in that situation. Right. Now, um, I know a lot of times people, I, I won't say not me, but <laughs> so they're, they're having trouble sleeping at night and then during the day they may get tired. So then they have these energy drinks or stimulants to try to keep them awake. Can you talk about that? Is that safe? Is that something to be to be used and for how long, et cetera, is, are there any long-term side effects for that? Yes. So I know Americans are having a major love affair with caffeine right now, especially the synthetic types of caffeine. And I know I see all these energy drinks that have huge amounts of caffeine. It seems like they're just trying to go higher and higher and higher with these milligrams of caffeine. But yes, that can be detrimental to your health. Number one, it, it produces, um, it, it doesn't produce real energy. It produces a false stimulation, but that's kind of like whipping a tired horse. You're driving your body and you're forcing your body when it's already tired. So in the long run, that can absolutely affect you. And so the way that I work with that, um, you know, with patients until their bodies get to the point where they feel, they feel alive and vibrant when they wake up. I work with the adrenal glands. I work with lifestyle habits. I work with supplements that are more natural. They give your body the nutrients that you need to make, you know, good, clean energy, like, um, you know, all the B vitamins, that's a huge one because stress and poor diets and all these things actually burn up our, our nutrients and use up a lot of B vitamins. So we need those. And so using things like that, even, even if you're using caffeine, making sure you're keeping it low, you know, 80 to hundred milligrams and making sure it's a natural version, like something from green tea, it makes a big difference. Wow. So those other energy drinks is a no, no then. It's a no-no. It's mm -hmm. absolutely a no-no. Because in addition to the, the synthetic caffeine, we have artificial sweeteners and colors and flavors and things that are also harmful to our body. So it's like a double whammy. So definitely a no-no on those. 
<laughs> so I know we've talked about sleep deprivation and that it's a national health crisis, which people um, weren't aware of. Now, why is it the national health crisis and what can people do about it? Are there options? Well, yes. So it's mainly, it's. I think it's a crisis because people don't give it the credit that is due. People don't realize how many different things this actually affects. And so we went over some of those, but I want to give you the good news is because there are several things that you can do. First of all, there's three main reasons why it's a crisis. Okay. Number one is that people are taking a lot of um, external things that affect our sleep. This can be medications, you know, over the counter and, you know, things that, that may be prescribed by your doctor. You may even be taking a sleep aid, but these don't actually help your body to naturally um, get into the healthy rhythm. It kind of forces your body. And so that's one thing. Um, you talked about the caffeine. Caffeine is a huge one. And then also a lot of times people are taking these things into the evening, like because of that afternoon lull or that evening lull, and they're still trying to work up late. They're taking these things that cause their body to be more stimulated and not to calm down. So that's a big factor. Nutrition is a big factor. Um, overeating with the sweets, you know, that's a whole separate topic. We're going to have to talk about that one day, the sugar. Right. <laughs> but sugar is also a stimulant. Okay. So sugar is going to make your body work. Sugar is going to keep you awake. Sugar is also going to um, use up those B vitamins that I talked about that you need for natural energy. So it's almost like an anti-nutrient that's going to take you in the opposite direction. And then of course we have to talk about lifestyle. Lifestyle is huge. Now, right now we have so many things working against us in terms of our ability to get good quality sleep. And I'm going to show you one of the number one things, this little thing right here. I mean, this. Uh oh, <laughs> somehow I pulled us up in the bed, <laughs> people texting, you know, reading, scrolling. When you are trying to get into a good sleep, your body needs the dark. You know, your, your mind needs to relax. It needs to come down from all this stimulation. Mm -hmm. These cell phones, the Wi-Fi, the computers, they give off signals that are very um, scattering to our nervous system's energy, okay? It puts us in a stress mode and it causes us to not be able to go into that healing, restorative, relaxing mode. And so getting on these, you know, getting off of these devices early, way before you go into bed makes a huge difference um, in terms of the lifestyle, just not having regular hours, being all over the place, you know, going to bed at um, 10 one day and then three the next day and two the next day. You've got to have a schedule. Um, and so those are some of the, the reasons why we're so off balance. So what is a good time? So 30 minutes before, go ahead and put away, turn off the TV and put away the phone, etc. And you oh. also say, and this is going to make some people mad, turn off yes. the router. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Like what? So, the router. Honestly, it should be a little bit more than that. It should be about an hour, an hour before you go to bed, you should have all your devices turned off. Your cell phone should not be on your nightstand. It certainly should not be in your bed or under your pillow. Um, it needs to be on airplane mode, if at all possible. I know for some people that's the only phone. However, the further away from you it is, the better. So if you keep it, if you keep it on, and if it's not in airplane mode, keep it across the room. Don't keep it right on your nightstand, right next to your head. Um, your Wi-Fi router, if at all possible, should be turned off at night. That gives off a lot of um, EMF radiation. That is 
harmful to your body that causes a stress response in your body. So if you can turn that off, you at least have those hours while you're sleeping where your body can actually repair and recuperate and regenerate without all that excess stress. Right. Um, but yes, all of the screens, TVs should absolutely not be on in the bedroom. You certainly shouldn't be sleeping with a TV on again. The hormone in your body that gets you into a deep sleep is called melatonin. Melatonin is stimulated by darkness and it's turned off by light. So whenever you have any light that's shining, even those little LED lights on the clock, they can shut down that, you know, that production. So one good rule of thumb is that if you need to have a nightlight or if you need to have, you know, some kind of little light, use a red light. Red does not do that. So if you use a red, a little red nightlight, that will be okay. But everything else, you got to turn it off. Okay, so what what else can people do? I know we're we're gonna turn off we're gonna turn off the TV. Mm -hmm. We're gonna move turn the router off if you can, and we're gonna move the cell phones away, and we're gonna do all of that within an hour. Is there anything yes. else so that we can get restful sleep? Yes. So basically, you gotta get mad. You know, mad stands for make a decision. When you look at all the things I talked about and all of the um, the ill health effects that can be caused by this lack of sleep, you just gotta get mad about it and make a decision. So setting a routine, making sure you set your environment, having a quiet, peaceful environment that's going to actually get your body in the mood for sleep is beneficial. So you want to have darkness. You know, you want your, your room to be dark. Again, looking for these little sources of light. Some Like when I stay at a hotel, I usually have to either turn the clock down or I have to put a towel over it because those little bitty LED lights produce a lot of light. Right. Um, and then you can use calming things, calming music. You can do, you know, some relaxation, meditation, prayer. Um, I like to put my feet up. There's something called restoration posture where you simply put your feet up at a 90 degree angle. So you've got your feet up on like a um, on an ottoman or on a chair. And that literally turns off your stress nervous system called the sympathetic and turns on your parasympathetic, which is your rest, your recuperation, your relaxation. It's like a switch. It really, really works. I, I know love you restoration posture. Yes. I love restoration yes. posture. So like wonderful. literally you're going to be looking like this. Exactly. That's it. And it's wonderful to do in the evening because it literally, a lot of times people get in that position and go straight to sleep. Right. It literally flips the switch and puts you in that mode. And so, you know, setting a, a, a standard bedtime and then sticking to it, sticking to it. You know, I've noticed with myself because I'm, I'm preaching to myself today, um, but I've noticed with myself, I'll, I'll, I'll be doing stuff that's not really necessary at 11 p.m. <laughs> You know, that don't phone. know about the red light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that is something you just got to make a decision, you know, set your environment. You can have calming teas. You know, a lot of people like to drink chamomile tea. Of course, you want to make sure you're not drinking it with sugar, especially not before you go to bed. And then, you know, some people that have in unstable blood sugar need to have a nice little snack before bed. And it should be protein, um, protein and fat based. That's going to kind of keep you stable. Because a lot of times when people um, have a, a when their blood sugar drops in the middle of the night, their body will shoot out adrenaline to bring that blood sugar up and it wakes them up. So if you wake up, you know, if you kind of startle yourself out of sleep at mm -hmm. night, it could be because of that. And so just making sure you're setting that environment is going to be really beneficial. So doctor, I know that people are asking, what about the wine? <laughs> A glass of wine before bed. <laughs> 
no bueno. It's no bueno. No bueno. I know you feel like it gives you that nice relaxation. However, you're just giving your body more work. You know, that alcohol turns right into sugar in your system and it's affecting your liver and your liver's got to do all of this to try to work with it at night. Right. And guess what the liver hour is? As the energy passes through your liver, that's between like one and three o'clock. And that's the right. common time that people wake up. Right. So you don't right. want to do that. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Um, like I was saying, a nice a nice tea, um, not a caffeine containing tea, but a nice chamomile or other herbal tea would be really nice just to relax you. Have a nice bath. I love my Epsom salt baths, my um, Dead Sea mineral salt baths. That's a wonderful night, you know, routine. Um, and just calm it down. <laughs> right. So everyone, we've been listening to Dr. Janine Ridgway. She's an awesome well, I don't want to call you a physician. Um, she's an awesome doctor. You call me that in Florida, <laughs> but not in Georgia. Alternative <laughs> health doctor. Let me tell you something. If you go and see Dr. Janine, whatever ails you, you will. <sighs> she she got you. That's all I've got to say. She has got you. So um, today we are talking about mm -hmm. sleep deprivation. And did you know that this is a national health crisis? I don't know about you. She just said that you have to have as an adult, was it seven to how many hours? Seven to nine. Seven to nine yes. hours yes. of sleep. Listen, I don't know about you, <laughs> but um, yeah. Oh, I don't have that. You know what? I cannot let this this podcast come to an end without mentioning what's at the forefront of everybody's mind, which is this big CV virus, right? right? So sleep is so important for your immune function. I remember back in the day, um, I take so much stuff. I feel like I'm bulletproof now, but I remember back in the day, I would always catch a cold when I had been traveling, when right. I wasn't getting enough sleep, when I was feeling overwhelmed, when I just, you know, had too much going on because your immunity actually depends on your sleep and on that rest time and on that recuperation. So it is hugely important right now to keep your immune function up by getting enough sleep. Wow. Okay, y'all, listen. Yes. You better get some sleep going. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Dr. Janine, I know Mo asked, what is your website? So if people want to get in touch with you, first of all, let them know what kind of doctor you are, what do you do in your practice, and then how they get in touch. And please also remember to talk about your new podcast, yes. Thriving Thursday. <laughs> this is my Oprah yes. voice. Thriving right, right. Thursday. Sing it. Sing it you get good health. You get good health. Right. All of that. <laughs> and tell them. So I am a chiropractor and naturopathic doctor. I have a clinical nutrition practice. So basically I am going to help you with any health challenge you have, but from a naturopathic perspective. So I don't do drugs. I don't do surgery. I do everything else. So we're going to talk about your lifestyle. We're going to talk about supplements. We're going to optimize your health and vitality by, you know, the changes that you can make. I'm going to help you find out the things that you're doing that are most detracting from your health so that we can come up with a plan to fix it. So I use whole food supplementation. I use homeopathy. I use herbs, all the good stuff, all the stuff that 
God gave us to heal our bodies. And I believe that the body was designed to heal and that it can heal when we remove enough of the interference and just give it the right tools, which is good nutrition. So that's what I do. Um, I'm here in Atlanta, Georgia. My website is drjaneneridgeway.com. And right on the bottom of the website, there's a contact form. If you fill that out, I'll email you. Make sure you tell me whether you're local or whether you need information on my remote programs. I can do all sorts of lab testing. Basically anything you need, we'll do it to get you better and to optimize your wellness. Let me tell you something. I've worked with Dr. Janine when I was um, also an executive director of a healthcare clinic years ago. Yes. Um, and she is amazing. So if you have any type of health issues that other traditional routes have not been able to figure out, trust me, she will find out what's going on and get you back on track. Okay. Listen, is there anything else that you want to tell them about sleep deprivation, doctor? Did we cover everything? Well, you know, I know you're going to be on my case if I don't mention the, the upcoming podcast that you asked me to mention. Yes. <laughs> so as of right now, I am doing Thriving Thursday on my um, Instagram page which is at Dr. Janine, at Dr. Janine Ridgeway. And I'm also doing um, Thriving Thursday on my personal Facebook page. It's Thursday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I just jump on there and talk about a different topic. So it'll be things just like this. However, in the near future, in the near future, the Thriving Thursday podcast will be coming. So look for that soon. <laughs> yes, indeed. Listen, Mo has a question, Dr. J. How does exercising late affect sleep? Well, isn't that something, Mo? Because I am guilty of that one. So um, for me, it wakes me up. Yeah. When I exercise and I love to exercise in the evening, it seems like I get a like a burst of energy. But working out in the evening and getting your heart rate up close to bed, it kind of puts your body back in that stress mode. So not all stress is bad. This is actually called you stress. It's good stress, but it can affect your sleep negatively. Yeah, it can wake you up. <laughs> yeah, I know that energizes me. So there's no way I can exercise. Yeah. Forget about it. I'll be up forever, ever, forever, ever, forever, <laughs> ever. Right. Dr. Look, look who said hi. Hey, Kavi, how are you? Thanks hey! for joining us. So listen, if you all um, wrote anything or had any questions on Facebook, I was not able to see it. Hopefully you are. But if you do have any questions for Dr. Janine, please feel free to reach out to her or just uh, write in the comments. We'll certainly go back and check it out. But um, that is it for now. So thank you so much for joining us for a Cup of Resilience podcast. I am so excited for you. to. It was so great. Being here. So great being here with you, Tamiko. Um, I love your podcast. I absolutely love, love, love it. And I appreciate everything that you have done for me and for Better Health Solutions. That is the name of my practice, Better Health Solutions. Yes, and you see that bomb logo? Listen, all your branding needs, be damn success coach. All right, my name is Tamiko Joman. Thank you for listening to a Cup of Resilience podcast. Again, um, find us. We'll be here every Tuesday live and the podcast actually drops on Fridays. Thank you so much. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you, Dr. Ridgeway. Thanks for being here. Thank you for tuning in to A Cup of Resilience. Follow, like, share at A Cup of Resilience. At A Cup of Resilience. My name is Tamiko Drummond, and I'm known as the Brand Success Coach. Once you choose us, they will never stop talking about you.